Parties, episode 135 from the Las Vegas Review Journal, brought to you by Blue Wire. I am your host, Ryan Smith, and with me, as always, my co-host, Lucas Hagan. Lucas, how was your weekend, my friend? My weekend was pretty good. I am enjoying the cooler weather, Ryan. Yes. It's, we might not break 100 this week. Like, like I am Crazy. loving it. We're still getting some rain. Thankfully, not quite as much. We're not like flooding lately, knock on wood. But it's great. Uh, I played a little poker over the weekend, broke even. So uh, I'll take that nice. over losing. <laughs> and mm-hmm. just had some fun, just relaxed, did a little... Uh, cleaning and uh, that's about not a lot of gaming for me this weekend. I'm going to make up for that this weekend, though, this coming weekend. How was your weekend, Ryan? It was good. We did the same, kept it chill. I am uh, uh, the proud new uncle of a beautiful niece. So we went over uh, there and did a little decorating and stuff like that. And then we're going to go over uh, tomorrow as well because uh, mom, um, just mom and baby just got back. So uh, that was nice. That was very exciting. Uh, gaming wise, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. I didn't do a lot. I've literally been dealing with a stiff neck for like the last like three weeks. Ooh. And I can not like it is so bad like it is making my whole body ache i have to take like tylenol and a leave just to get through the day i did a heating pad i've been doing epsom salt baths like it, it it is slowly getting better but it is not nearly as fast as i'd like it so i've kind of been been old man in it a little bit not not doing too much um but other than that though game wise i i think i you know obviously i got some destiny 2 in a little bit uh i played some more live alive so i'm almost i think i only have three more of those and i should be done with that game i'm really really enjoying that uh there's a couple of vr games that i just picked up as well so i'm looking to play a little more of that too so i don't know all in all it's been uh pretty solid of a week mm-hmm. um there's a ton of video game news uh that that definitely has gone down over the last week uh, before that, though, I just want to say uh, we, we do have and we kind of teased this last week uh, in terms of our interviews. We went over to, or, you know, I was over at Evo and stuff like that. And I had the pleasure of uh, speaking with a few people. We're going to have interviews with Ryu Ishida and Junior Ferreira of Arc System Works and and Guilty Gear. It's a fantastic uh, interview, along with Beloved, our friend from Kaizen Creed and Five Forest Fighters. So we're looking forward to bringing those interviews here later on in the show but let's get down to the news and this one (laughs) this one is kind of funny first i want to preface the fact that between this acquisition of microsoft and activision there's all kinds of regulatory things that 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 has to take place in order for this stuff to go through majority of the time we are not as the as the public are not to these behind the scenes workings. However, in Brazil, their laws are different. And all this stuff is out in the open uh, in terms of Microsoft, what Sony has said, because we, we know that Sony said that um, they feel that if, if they get Call of Duty as a game is big enough to influence a consumer's purchase of a console is essentially what their argument is. Well, Microsoft has come back and we get we're getting more tea and more dirt. <laughs> but Microsoft is now saying that they are now saying that um that they are actually uh that Sony has been speaking with devs and developers and essentially getting them not to go onto Game Pass by paying them out. Now, the way I feel about that, number one, that's capitalism, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see anything. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty, it's just like, ooh, but you, we, we've talked about this too and just how good and how much I, at least personally I feel game passes. And then I know when Sony came out with their new tiered system, they're like, oh, but that doesn't even touch game pass. But I mean, they have to be able to kind of 
chop down that lead a little bit. Mm -hmm. So this is not surprising to find out that Sony is going in and basically within these contracts with developers, they're saying you cannot go on Game Pass if you sign this contract with us and, and and you go with us. So Microsoft has come back now and, and they're throwing out these claims uh, in terms of that. So I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? I, 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 it's it just, this is crazy. I, I love the fact that this information is, is coming out and is accessible to us so we can kind of see some of these back and forths and what it takes to, I mean, we're talking about $70 billion right. for Activision. So there's obviously going to be some pushback on that, but some of this, this back and forth that's going on, I'm, I'm loving kind of being a fly in the wall and, and seeing what those inner workings look like. It really is fun. First of all, thank, thank you to Brazil that we can actually see all this information. Cause <laughs> my goodness, it's, it's really fascinating. Uh, you know, to me, this is a little complicated because, you know, Microsoft has been trying to push, you know, every, every company can get along, play your games anywhere. Uh, you know, we've seen Microsoft, Nintendo play nice with each other. Uh, this is just kind of a hint that, Hey, Sony and Microsoft, are still uh, rival companies in the gaming space. <laughs> so, I mean, they're still going to try and get a leg up on each other, despite what they might be seeing out in public. Uh, I mean, I mean, look, Sony is also uh, trying to build up their streaming platform. Uh, so mm -hmm. on, on one hand, it makes sense to me that they would say, hey, you know, we don't want some of these games going to Game Pass. We want them to be exclusive to us. Uh, so, you know, to, to that end, um, I can understand that it, it'll be what I am kind of curious about is, is if this starts to become kind of like uh, TV streaming, right? Where you've got mm -hmm. Hulu exclusives, Netflix originals, prime originals, all that stuff. And, and, you know, that has not stopped these different services from creating their own original content. So I guess it's not really a surprise that Sony would try and say, Hey, nope, you can only play this on our streaming service. Uh, that just makes sense to me, uh, from a business perspective. Uh, it right. will stink if that's the uh, path forward that companies take, because then it kind of still, leaves gamers in, in, in a kind of an awkward spot because then you still need to buy into multiple systems to try and play all the games you want. Uh, so mm -hmm. I, I don't know, <laughs> then you save less money than you would have if, if it was truly a play anywhere uh, kind of a system there. But from a business perspective, I kind of fully understand that. And I, I, uh, I'm curious to see if this is the line that's going to be drawn going forward. Well, and I think you make an interesting point, too, because Disney Plus just actually announced that they are increasing their prices. It's like a 30 percent increase. I think right now I pay seven dollars a month Ugh, and yeah. it's jumping up to like eleven dollars a month or ten dollars a month or something like that. Yeah. So you're right. It, it becomes this. We have these these a la carte options, but really you have to you have to be smarter about this because I already know myself personally. I'm wasting money because I have a pass or a subscription to one thing, but it's already included in this other subscription or whatever. So I have to go back in and, and look and take away, you know, trim some of that fat and, and <laughs> save some money here because it's starting to get a little ridiculous in terms of that. But yeah, I, I feel like this would be really, especially as Sony builds up their library, they build up their cloud and, and streaming services there's got to be a way to for them to try to inhibit some of Game Pass's growth. I thought they made a, a, a brilliant move with Stray being exclusive, uh, mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, not exclusive, but Stray being on their streaming platform. I didn't even know because before then, we didn't even know if there was going to be any kind of day one right. drops with Sony. So for them to do that, number one, they've set that precedence of, yeah, we, we will do this at what frequency, at what games. I don't know what that looks like, but it looks like behind the scenes, you know, they've been pushing and making moves to then thwart some of what Game Pass is getting to maybe sway them over to the Sony side and bring them over there. And again, I'm OK with with all of that because mm -hmm. I think that competition is good. It's solid and it's needed and it's going to only push people to do better and to create better. But I, I just thought that this was funny, especially the fact that 
we're getting this behind the scenes look due to these laws that do not prohibit uh, this kind of information from being public information. <laughs> so, but I, I, you know, at the same time too, though, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I feel like Sony's claims that uh, Call of Duty can sway a person's what they they plan on getting console wise. And I think there's some legitimacy to that, but Again, I don't know that it's going to be enough to where people are going to say, hey, I am going to get an Xbox because Call of Duty is going to be on there. As of right now, too, Xbox has said, at least in, in until the contract's up, that it is not going to be exclusive on on Xbox, that it'll be both on PlayStation and Xbox. So we'll see what happens once that contract expires. And I think that's what Sony is looking at. They're saying, look. All's good right now, but we know that contract is is not indefinite. It right. is going to come to an end. And then what does that space look like? Are they going to be able to use that advantage of having this huge game uh, and this, this huge game series and this huge fan base be exclusive to Microsoft and Xbox? Personally, I don't think it'll happen just because I feel like they would then be yeah, I mean, essentially, you're setting yourself up to lose money. You're boxing out some of your consumers. Why not keep it open and and do more? I feel like what Microsoft has been doing, the moves that they've been making, all those signs point to they're going to keep it open for everybody. But again, I don't know, because for some reason, micro, and not for just for some reason, but Microsoft and Sony, they get in these weird little squabbles uh, right. here and there. So it, it, it's it's fun to see that they're they're still very competitive uh, with each other, but they're also opening up more and more to being able to play their games across uh, multiple platforms. We know that uh, Spider-Man, the PC version, uh, I believe that just came out or is coming out. Um, I think it just came out, just but came it did. Out, it, yep. There was yeah. Uh, so them. You know, even embracing that, and we know that they have a plan to bring more titles to the PC in the coming future. So we know that things are moving in a positive direction as far as them playing nice. But you still got these little these little side shoot things where it's just like, yeah, we'll play nice, but I'm also going to give you more money if you don't go on Game Pass. You come over to us. <laughs> you know. I will say too. I, I don't know how many gamers fall into this category, but I I do think it's it's a uh, not insignificant amount that uh, do kind of base uh, what console they buy kind of based on on like what their friends are playing a certain game on, right? And I think Call of Duty yeah. is one of those games that can move the needle. You know, if, if I were a big Call of Duty fan and most of my friends were on PlayStation, I'd probably just, and if I was on the fence, that might sway me to just jump on PlayStation just so I could just play it's with cross them easier. Play, yeah. yeah, but it's still it's still easier, right? You can just jump in then yeah. to like the PlayStation chat, whatnot, and, and, and that kind of stuff. So like, I, I do see a point there where like, yeah, if you were truly on the fence, if most of your friends were playing a certain game that you were into on one system, I could see them kind of jump into that. But I don't know that I've ever seen any hard numbers on how many gamers are like that. Um, mm -hmm. But it has played uh, into my decision in the past because I've, I've really been a day oneer. Uh, so that by the time I get in there, I kind of look at, see the landscape, see where most of my friends are at and kind of go from there. Right. That's true. I, you know, that is, that is true, especially I think more so before I started gaming again on PC, when I was just on console, it was very much, where are my friends at? That's that's the console that I want to get. Again, I never owned an Xbox, though, either. So it was a pretty easy decision for me. But <laughs> I didn't have friends on there anyway. So, <laughs> but, you know, it, it does. It, it That definitely influences. It definitely will have an influence, too, especially with how big of a title and how big that community is. They're not going anywhere. Although what I do like is that they're not going to be dropping a, a Call of Duty every year. We right. know that we're not we're getting this next one uh modern warfare 2 but there's not going to be one next year which is good they need to give it time to breathe a little bit that was one of my problems with with the call of duty series is the fact that as soon as you get it as soon as you you go through it you already know 
they're already working on the next one. And then all yep. that stuff that you've done, all that work you've put in is just, it's not going to even really matter unless you continue playing that game. But that's kind of how I started feeling towards like sports games too. They mm-hmm. weren't making big enough leaps for me to be able to like, to justify, all right, now I need this year's one. Oh, I yep. can update the roster. But a lot of that stuff has been taken care of now just with the the internet and being able to do things like that. So it's, it's no longer become necessary to have to get those games every single year. So I'm glad that they're looking at that, reevaluating that strategy. And then hopefully that will give them time to put more quality and care into the games, as opposed to just trying to pump out game after game, after game, after game. So, and, we'll and from, from a gamer side, it really does increase your value. Uh, Cause now, mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't feel like, you know, if I don't buy this, in its first month, you know, I'm already only getting a couple months of enjoyment before the next one comes out and then right. everybody migrates to that one. And it also gives players like me more time to get better and enjoy mm-hmm. getting decent at it instead of like trying to, to grind my skills up and then realizing the next Call of Duty is about to come out and I'm starting from scratch again. So uh, right. it's, it's nice to be able to settle into a game, enjoy it for a very nice chunk of time, and then kind of move on and, and not feeling rushed or forced. Sports is a great analogy. I only buy one Madden a generation because I just don't feel the right. need to buy more than one. Yeah, exactly. It's It's just not... It's not there. There's not big enough changes to really justify doing that. So uh, we'll we'll continue following following that stuff. Obviously, um, that hasn't uh, gone through yet, so they're still in that process. But they are moving forward with acquiring Activision. We'll just continue to monitor the situation and see what other kind of tea we can get out of Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Switching gears real quick, though. I, if you have not been playing this game, you have been living under a rock it is free 99 everywhere basically on everything but multiverses and 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 it also made its uh um debut at uh uh evo 2022 as well here a couple weeks ago but uh we've got so right now it is and it's crazy because I, i played the beta and they came back out essentially with uh, early access. It's a free to play, um, almost. It's, it's very similar to if you've ever played like Smash or any of those games like that. Not like super serious fighter game, but uh, serious enough. And, and people do play that stuff seriously. I, I play it very casually, um, so <laughs> can, can be uh, you know. But anyway, anyway, I'm, I dig- I digress. Season one just came. <laughs> out here uh, about half an hour ago of this recording and there are a ton of patches first we found out that morty's going to be joining the lineup on the 23rd i don't know if that's going to include rick or not or how that's going to work but uh that's exciting to see again this is another fun thing about this about uh this game and and the wb properties there's so many different ips that they can pull from to bring into the game uh we've got a new character lineup or for the free character rotation is Arya, Batman, LeBron, and Steven. Goodbye, Finn. You'll be the first character that I purchase uh, once I get the coins because I love my Finn. However, however, they have made a ton of buffs and nerfs to different characters on here. Unfortunately, my guy Finn got major nerfs. Velma, of all people, Velma got nerfed into the ground. She got nerfed into the ground. So she is a top tier support character. I, I've been using her a little bit too. And and it's just, it was, uh, it's sad to see her uh, get nerfed like that. Uh, Arya, she got, she got buffed pretty well. I know that they buffed, um, they buffed uh, uh, Wonder Woman too. There's all kinds of other things. There's there's patch notes that you can go. I, I would highly suggest going and looking at the patch notes to get mm-hmm. into all the details. I know that they've made the progression through these through the uh, battle pass is supposed to be faster now, which is beautiful because that thing was brutal. <laughs> yeah. I didn't finish this last one. Um, and I, I played it, I played it a decent amount. It's a nice game that you could just hop on, play for a little bit, play a few games and then hop off. You, you just no real big time commitment. I, I felt that was, uh, that, that I had to put into it. 
Um, but uh, it, it's nice though that that battle pass because I did because like the battle pass is like three bucks or four bucks or something like that, right? Uh, which is definitely on the cheaper end as far as uh, battle passes, and that's strictly like cosmetic things and and uh, uh, emotes and stuff like that. So nothing that that breaks the game or or gives anybody any kind of advantage. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. This is LeBron got a, a huge buff as well. I mean, LeBron James is in the game, man. It's <laughs> just fantastic. Uh, what are your thoughts, Lucas? Have you been playing this at all? Like this is, I'm really digging this game. I am really, really digging this. I have not jumped in yet, but it looks like fun, like a lot of chaotic fun. Uh, it, Warner Brothers has such a, a, a eclectic mix of, of IP that I'm just curious to see what else they're going to bring in. Uh, I, I should note that just this morning of recording, like right before we started, right, I happened to see this. They confirmed that Black Adam is coming and Strike Ooh. from Gremlins is going to is coming. Wow. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so, you know, obviously with the Black Adam movie coming out, that's not a surprise. Uh, yeah. I'm a little surprised that Stripe from Gremlins is going to be there, but hey, what the heck? Yeah. Why not? Uh, I I do have one question though for for uh, Warner Brothers, and 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 this is the one that's going to be on my mind until it changes. Where the heck is Neo? Yeah. How can you have a fighting game and not have Neo in it? Where is he? True. Come on, come on. Let's do it. True. It's time. It's time. I know they just, I know it's only season one. It's time. <laughs> Announce him. It's been time. You should have been in the base package. Like, how dare you, WB? Missed opportunity. Uh, I know it's crazy because you have things like Arya Stark, you know, it's like, right. who, like, like what? <laughs> but I love it. I, I, I absolutely love it. Just the randomness of it. And, and the fact that it's a free to play game. Like I remember when I was playing in the beta and I was thinking, I was like, dude, this is going to be, this is going to be a hit. Like people are going to enjoy this. It's got a great, you know, again, it's this free to play model. So they're monetizing based off of you, you can get like coins and, and things to be able to then purchase characters, or you could just grind out matches and you get coins and then you could purchase characters. So yep. there's still, there's no like wall where you can't get characters. And I don't know if that'll change or if that will stay the same, but there's at least a means to be able to then get characters after by playing the game, which I absolutely love. Yep. Like we said, this this game has a wide gamut of characters from, you know, I was playing against my my daughter and my uh my nephew. I had to throw them hands at them. They had to get they had to, they got all the smoke. They got all the smoke. I had to light them up. I'm like, nah, son. So, <laughs> so you know I'm loving this. <laughs> but uh yeah, th- this is really exciting. I, I highly recommend again the, the season one has started now, and I think these seasons too. They don't last very long, at least from what I've seen, because I saw that this starts today, the 15th. But then I think at least season pass wise, it ends on the 30th. So that's only 15 days. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so it's like you literally have to be playing it, and we'll see because I will be playing it just to see what that progression's like and and all that stuff. But I'm really excited. Number one, that they are going in, they're they're making adjustments based off of what they've seen because they've now been able to test play with professional athletes and professional players that are going to show some of these like, okay, this person's a little too OP or, hey, we need to reduce that. So them to get into the sandbox and then make those adjustments, uh, we'll see we'll see how that turns out um, and if they continue and how aggressively they continue to make changes. But yeah, this is this is one that uh, for real, I, I would say at any age, if you enjoy just a good fun, it's a four player game uh, that that you can play. This would definitely be a game that you should check out. It's free PlayStation uh, PC. I don't think it's on Switch at Xbox. Um, and it's all cross-play, too. So it's great. I'll be sitting there playing in in my bedroom where the PlayStation 5 is. All my, because it's, uh, I, I believe you have to create like a, a Warner Brothers account. You have to create another account. However, those accounts connect. So I could be playing there. I can come over to my PC and play all the same, you know, all my level, all my progression is there. So that part's nice. And as far as it being uh, cross-platform, 
I mean, I haven't had any real major issues oh, playing nice. cross-platform, whether it be on PC or it, or it's on uh, uh, PlayStation. Like, for the most part, the matches are smooth. Like, they've done a really good job with their online play um, with this. I mean, obviously, this thing heavily relies on the online play, so it couldn't it couldn't just be trash, and that that would have been that would have doomed it from the start. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot, this is really, I'm just, I'm just really enjoying this game and Lucas, you need to, you need to pick it up and catch these hands, son. <laughs> I do. I do. I will, I will definitely. And it's nice to see it be embraced so quickly. Uh, you know, I think one thing we've learned is like that super smash model of bringing in a lot of characters into a, a, a kind of a fun zany fighting game. Isn't that easy? You know, PlayStation, mm-hmm. try it with PlayStation all-stars. Uh, you know, we've seen, uh, other companies try and bring in their IP together. It doesn't always work. Uh, so this, like this multiverse seems legit. Like the first one that maybe has kind of captured that magic and and captured a a good formula uh so more power to them because it's it's not a guarantee just because you have good characters uh if the mechanics were bad or if it wasn't fun uh so good on them and and fans are, are really flocking to it which is which is special to see especially so quickly yeah, this one's definitely going to be around to stay uh, for quite some time, and I'm just excited to see what characters uh, they bring in to the mix. So if you haven't, check it out. Multiverses Season 1 just started. Great time to jump in, play, you know, great to play with the family, friends, online play, all that good stuff. Let's take a quick commercial break on the back end. We're speaking with Ryu Jr., and beloved. We'll be right back, y'all. Can I have you state your name, your first and last name, and can you spell it, please? Okay. My name is Ryo Ishida. Uh, I am in charge of eSports at the Axis Max HQ. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Nice to meet you as well. Is that good enough? Yeah, no, yeah. that was great. Okay. Hi, my name is Junior Ferreira, and I'm the eSports manager for Arc System Works America. And my name is spelled out J-U-N as in Nancy, I-O-R. Last name is F as in Frank, E-R-R-E-I-R-A. Excellent. Again, thank you guys so much uh, for allowing us this time to speak with you guys. Um, I've got to start off, obviously, with everything that's been going on. Evo was online here the last couple of years. Uh, How does it feel just being back in this environment, being live with the community, seeing the game out there and, and people enjoying it and having fun? What are your feelings just being here? How do you feel being at physical events? Uh, he says it's a very exciting time and he's humbled to be here and uh, we understand as a company and, and a player ourselves that it's been a very tough time to play online but it's a really interesting time now that we're finally back and uh, being able to be around other people safely again mm-hmm. so it's been a very fun experience for us good good yeah. uh, I just I just wanted to say a big congratulations this is new news Um, But it was just reported that over a million units uh, have been sold worldwide. So huge congratulations on that. Thank you. I just just have to know, what is it that that you feel separates Guilty Gear from other fighting games and why so many people have been enjoying it? And we are at that number. We're plus one million. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he says that because of the dedication that our team does to build the games, I think that the way that they approach the development structure makes it a very unique way compared to our other fighting games, which probably was a big uh, cause for the reason for why the game was so popular and well received. And we took our time developing it to make sure that the community really enjoyed it. And during the process, we made sure to listen to our community and what they were expecting from us as developers. Because at the heart of everything that we do, it's the community. And all of the games we build for uh, the, the fighting game community mm-hmm. is from their feedback. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that completely. And it's such a strong community, too. That's one thing that I love. It's like 
there's a lot of people that don't realize just how big and immersive the fighting game community is. Yeah. Uh, being able to find a central location or a place like Las Vegas uh, that has a ton of restaurants, entertainment, and other things to do even outside of this. What do you think it means uh, to the community uh, in terms of being able to get together in an event like this and meet each other in, in real life or go have some, some games or, or something like that? Yeah, I can answer this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think from uh, inception, fighting games was all about being with other people and yeah. playing with other people in person. And so I feel like a lot of the community was uh, feeling, uh, uh, they missed that aspect of fighting games. And so I think that's what makes it very exciting for us to be finally back and experience that thing from which we hold so dear to our hearts. Uh, and it spans from when we were playing uh, nickel arcade games mm -hmm. in the old fighting game, genre, uh, mm -hmm. old fighting game era to now and it feels the same but in a more modern way right and so i feel like a lot we feel like this is a very important thing for us as a company to embrace because a lot of our games do play well online mm -hmm. but we also have to understand that uh, we have a physical presence behind our games too and we want to right. make sure that we gather as much of the community as possible to enjoy our games i love that i absolutely love that and that just that focus on there so i mean diving into uh guilty gear Strive season one just ending, season two's around the corner. Yes. What can what can players expect? What can we expect for season two? Is it going to be bigger than season one? Is there going to be some some additions, something different? Lay it on us. He wants to know what our plans are for season two and if it will be bigger than season one. Ah, okay. Uh, uh, Guilty Gear Strive was season one. The 多くの新規の人たちを獲得しました。ギルティーギアストライブ。あ、ま、まずは。え、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、
大会のスケジュールやコンテンツの追加を見ながら考えてはいるが、えー、詳しい理由を話しづらい。Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So,、uh, he, he's, uh, he wasn't part of the Continue the momentum of creating content for the game that players who already have it can continue to enjoy while also、uh, having a robust amount of content for new players to come and enjoy as well, so that we get both sides of the spectrum when it comes to an, a typical FGC player. Right, that makes sense, yeah. And, and my last question here、uh, in particular, esports has taken a bit of a hit、uh, with the pandemic, things closing down, live events not happening. What are some things that, that you are looking to implement or that you guys are looking to implement into your esports strategy for games that are currently out and for future games that are in development now? Based on the pandemic, do you have a strategy for how to acquire new players on our future games?、Uh, Yeah, and、uh, for future. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Pandemic を通して、えー、オンライン大会に取り組んできました。まず、ここから。あ、オンライントーナメント、トーナメント。え、えっ、ー、と、ネクスト。え、えっ、ー、と、パンデミックを通してオンライン大会の後に、ようやくワールドツアーをオフラインでできるようになりました。The pandemic gave us a very unique、uh, opportunity to、uh, focus a lot on the online development of our game and to hear our players' gripes who really wanted to play our game but weren't able to in a physical environment. So we took advantage of the, of the pandemic in a way that it helped us strengthen our online strategies to acquire players from a more digital standpoint.、Yeah. And we're going to take that into heavy consideration going forward with our future games as we realize it's a very important aspect of、uh, growing our community as a whole. And so for the future, you can expect more support when it comes to online play. As well as physical play. And we're very excited to show、uh, both of that through the events that we do, as well as the Arc World Tour finals at all of the stops, including the one we're at now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Again, thank you guys so much、uh, for allowing us to interview you. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? Next one. Yeah. Okay, okay. 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 えー、オンライン大会がなかなかやりづらい環境にもワールドツアーを広げていきたい。あうんあ、パンデミックが終わったらオンライン大会がやりづらい地域にもワールドツアーを届けたい。あはい。Oh, no, Uh, we hope to have a lot of people happy with what we did with the Arc World Tour finals and use that as a way to have more diverse regions、uh, added to the next Arc World Tour finals. For example, in Latin America or Australia or other countries that haven't had the opportunity to have an Arc World Tour stop before. So we hope that with everything happening between the pandemic and the results of this Arc World Tour, we can put together a nice strategy that encompasses our global community.、Right. And we look very forward to doing that, and we're very happy and supportive of the players that have played our game. And we truly appreciate everything that you guys do to help us grow. Also, it's Beloved Yulinwa. What? Beloved Yulinwa. Okay. All right. So tell me first thing how's it feel being back live? The energy, the community's back here, just being at this event in person. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's been kind of a, it's been amazing, no, no doubt about that. It's my first time at Evo. It's my first time presenting my game in the public like this. 
So, I don't know, it's just like, it's static. I've never had this feeling before, and there's nothing like it. Absolutely. And tell us too, it's been a little bit since you were on the show. You know, how Five, five Force Fire, like what's been going on in development? Where are you guys at? How are things looking? It's looking fantastic. We just completed our combat system. We have Focus, we have Force, we have Super Force implemented. Um, our later stages, we're adding the new animations that we decided to do. And it's kind of looking like a brand new game. Like, it feels stronger. We feel more powerful as developers, and we're just excited. I love it, I love it. Uh, I mean, what does it mean to you to, to be here at this event, being able to showcase uh, the game, being able to speak with people in the community and folks that are gonna be able to actually get their hands on it and play? It, it means a lot because now we're able to contact our fans, be in close proximity with them, learn from them, and get their feedback, and that's what we needed. Like, from the experience that we've had, we've learned so much how we can fix the game, how we can um, introduce new mechanics, how we can fix current mechanics that we have, and as a developer, that's priceless. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, last thing. The rest of 2022 into 2023, what does it look like? Is there more changes? Is there a roadmap? Lay it on us, brother. Uh, for 2022, we got to, we're actually gonna be at GDOC. We're gonna be at Indyland, and we're gonna be incorporating, incorporating those new animations that I spoke about earlier. And we are planning on releasing the game probably next year, and if not the year after that, because we wanna put out the strongest, most powerful, polished game that we can, because Five Force Fighters can be something great for the community that we have right now and, and beyond. Absolutely. Yeah. Any last thing you want to add? Uh, you can find us at Kaizen Creed on all social medias. Um, and you can follow our Patreon, help us support and build our game up. But besides that, uh, I just want to say thank you to Evo, to all the fans, and everybody that's checking us out right now. Welcome back. Uh, thanks for listening to those interviews. Uh, thanks to everybody for taking the time. Evo, we know, is a crazy, crazy few days, so we appreciate it. Uh, and a lot of good information. And you know what? I do want to just give a shout-out to Beloved because being obviously a smaller independent studio to be able to be at a show like evo get that kind of attention uh having people being able to come up and play your game has got to be such a cool feeling for him uh so it it looks like a great game and and just want to give him a shout out because that's a big moment that we don't want to overlook there yeah, it was great being able to, uh, you know, again, we had him on the show as well. So being able to just embrace him. And he, by the way, he also told me to tell you what's up and he missed missed the fact that you weren't there. But, uh, you know, just being able to connect uh, with some of these people that we've had on the show. Uh, they're working on a great game. Uh, I've been playing. I actually because I, I did their uh, um I can't remember if it's a Patreon or something, uh, but it gives you access to the game. So I've been playing it and kind of watching the build and stuff like that. And then, of course, the stuff over at Arc System Works, uh, what they've got going on with Guilty Gear Strive, their second season. Again, thank you guys so much for taking the time and speak with me uh, here a couple of weeks ago over at Evo. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, but we got there, there, there's a little bit more news left, right, Lucas? Yeah, uh, so we found out uh, that the morning of recording on a Monday that there's going to be a Disney and Marvel game showcase coming up on September 9th at mm. 1 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and this could be a pretty juicy one. Uh at least at the time of recording, we don't know exactly what they're going to showcase. However, we have had games like Spider-Man 2 be announced, but we didn't really see anything. Uh, they announced the Wolverine game, which it still might be too early to see something, but maybe, maybe we could. Uh, there's that Marvel Snap game, the, the digital card game. Uh, even though it was delayed, we still have Midnight Suns coming out. And of course, there's a, a host of Star Wars games that have been announced, uh, including Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We know that Amy Hennig is working on a Star Wars game. Uh, there's the Knights of the Old Republic remake and Star Wars Eclipse, just to name a few. So this could be a pretty epic showcase, uh, depending on what games they are going to highlight. Uh, so I'm actually pretty excited for this one. You know, you, you don't necessarily think of Disney games as like a major player until you remember they own everything. So, <laughs> so now, so now I am kind of excited. I'm, I'm interested. I'm hoping we get a look, especially at Spider-Man two. To me, that would make mm -hmm. sense coming off of the momentum of Spider-Man remastered on PC. Uh, so in my mind, it's a logical time to give it a good look at Spider-Man two. So my fingers are crossed for that. 
Yeah, and you're 100% correct. I think it's the perfect time to be able to announce something of of the games. I feel like Spider-Man 2 would be the big the big game announcement of it being able to see gameplay or something. Uh but you're right. I didn't even so it's crazy because I didn't even know about this until you said something to me uh earlier today or this morning. And it makes sense because you're right. They do own like everything. So they've been dipping into all kinds of stuff. Obviously, we see with everything that's going on with the shows on Disney Plus, all the movies. It only makes sense that they then take these IPs that they own and put more into their video game division. And and frankly, that's got me really excited because the possibilities are limitless. Um, like we said, Midnight Suns, which is going to be releasing uh, here next year. Uh, I'm really excited about that. That's from the folks over at XCOM. So it's totally my type of games. Uh, so obviously with that and then Marvel is like, come on, give it to me. Uh, <laughs> like we said, Spider-Man, we've got, we've got, uh, uh, Wolverine, uh, that's going to be coming as well. So this, this showcase has me really pumped to see what they, what all, obviously they, there was also Lego Star Wars as well. So this is September 9th. It's going to be at 1 PM, uh, Pacific time, uh, that the showcase will be on. So this is one that has definitely been flying under the radar for me and this has really got me pumped but i would be really 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 shocked if we didn't i'm guessing we're gonna get spider-man 2 a heavy dose of star wars games or at least seeing what they're they're working on uh we know that uh uh not fallen order but what's the second one they're working on um, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but the one it's basically a sequel to to uh, Fallen Order. Uh, which I don't know if you guys have had a chance or if you had a chance to play Fallen Order, but that was mwah, Chef's Kiss, <laughs> an excellent game. It was an absolutely excellent game. I grinded that game so hard, uh, yet I had so much fun with it. So. This is huge. We'll keep you guys um, in the loop as well when this gets a little closer. We'll definitely be be watching this and people will kind of announcements that they've got going on. So, here's, yeah, here's my question to you, Ryan. I'm, I'm going to bring up a game that <laughs> that we both had experience in the past. Mm-hmm. Is there any announcement with Avengers? I mean, they're still dropping new characters, aren't they? It, they still have yeah, a, it, like they it, are still pumping money into that game. It feels like if they're gonna make a real effort of trying to bring this back, there has to be a huge announcement of some sort uh, at the showcase, right? If not, mm-hmm. it feels like it's just kind of gonna die along the slow this, death. Yeah, yeah, and that might be the case. I, I feel like if we don't hear anything about Avengers, then that just might be the case. Again, I haven't had a chance to look at what their roadmap looked like. I just know that it's, it's funny that you say that too, because last night I literally uh, just updated it because I was going to play it just to see what state it's in and <laughs> what's going on. I, I am going to get a little bit in just because it's like, well, they are still adding things to it. And uh-huh. maybe it's, you know, you never know. Maybe it's uh, getting better and they're they're doing things. I know there's there's more content than was originally there i didn't finish the wakanda part of the story i finished the other two the uh, kate bishop and um and hawkeye one so it's like i still need to finish the wakanda uh but i mean i will all i mean i will keep coming back to it if they create keep putting content out for it and i think that they are still an opportunity for them to go in maybe change some of the systems fine tune it and get it to a better place that's going to make people want to come back the only thing that i'm nervous about in terms of that though is that i mean dude you're talking about them announcing uh, or them having a uh uh this in september this this showcase it might be a little too late and maybe they are already just kind of like hey we're going to put out stuff through the rest of 2022 and then we're going to kind of let let it ride off into the sunset. I think the big tell will be at this showcase on whether they say something about it or not. I agree. Uh, I hope, you know, I kind of hope they do say something and be nice to, to see them give like one last push. See if we can't see if they can't get this back on track fully. Uh, there's just, there's just so much potential still there. It's just, it's eh, yeah. Eh. Yeah, one of the one of the big what ifs I think of recent memory in my mind is, is what if what if that Avengers game was as good as Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, that, that, uh, 
one of the big what ifs there. <laughs> yeah, I, I really do feel like the the online co-op play, I felt like they tried to focus on that and it just wasn't there. It wasn't what one would want out of an online multiplayer experience i would have taken more of the story and maybe that's the thing moving forward maybe they give more story stuff and maybe Mm -hmm. it starts getting a little more single player centric which it's not going to though right i don't believe because the whole focus of that game was supposed to be on the co-op so they Mm -hmm. literally threw you know they went all went all in um, multiplayer and and co-op and it just it just kind of missed a mark in terms of uh, uh, that type of game so it's still fun playing with the characters the action and the fighting is a ton of fun um, but there just isn't there's not enough of a rotation I, I like to um, kind of compare it to like destiny where destiny there's so much stuff to do half the time I'm just like I don't even know what to do because there's too much stuff to do <laughs> but again, don't don't forget though. Destiny not, did not start out like that. Right. Destiny built up to be that, and I feel that a lot of those that's the that's how you do it. You or at least in those terms, a lot of games that are like that, they end up building up to that point. The division did the same thing. Um, you know, you see that a lot of times with that. We see the failures. Anthem did not do that. Uh, <laughs> Outriders, we're still kind of up in the air about that. Uh, you know, so it's like some of them. It's it's a tricky it's a tricky space to to work in and to be successful in, I feel like, and it really is just an ongoing process and you're either, and that's kind of my problem with it though. It's like, don't, don't charge full price for an ongoing process game. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to be charging later on too for this stuff. So essentially what you're doing, what you're saying is that you're shipping this incomplete game and you're going to build it in as time goes on and you're going to want to set to throw in more money you know, it's yeah. like I'd rather have something that's closer to an end product, pay that full price, and then you guys have to do minor tweaks or or maybe you decide to add something in as opposed to this game, the loop of it just isn't fun. We're gonna lose the player base, so we have to go in and make these these significant changes or or add these things in in order for it to be be popular and, and successful. So we'll see uh we'll see what their moves are. But I, I think you're right, Lucas. I think it's gonna be a big tell on whether we hear anything about Avengers at this showcase, because if we don't hear anything about it, I think I think uh, we could say uh, goodbye. Rip <laughs> for for some more bad news since I brought that whole conversation <laughs> down a little bit. Apologies, <laughs> uh, we got the news that uh, Hogwarts Legacy—that's the name of it, right? Hogwarts yep, yep. Legacy is being delayed into 2023. Uh, the good news is it's not a super long delay. February 10th, I think, is is the new date of next year. Uh, so mm-hmm. not too far back. Uh, you know what? This game is supposed to be pretty massive. So, uh, <laughs> like a lot of these projects, probably not a surprise that it got a little bit of a delay. Uh, and Warner Brothers obviously needs this game to be good uh, for mm. a r- variety of reasons, not just obviously because it's a big tentpole game, but also because Harry Potter is a brand. I think we saw through the kind of lackluster performance from the Fantastic. Fantastic Beast movie that came out earlier this year mm-hmm. that this brand is not as strong or as bulletproof as it once was. Uh, so they really need this game to put a really good foot forward uh, because it could be very damaging if they stumbled out of the gate uh, to a brand that's already has a share of controversy out there, uh, despite still having obviously millions of fans. So not a surprise. Uh, 2023 just continues to get more stacked. Uh, the latter half, the last push of of this year continues to to get more and more barren. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, that's you know you know what you know what that just leaves me more time for Pokemon. So it, that's that is okay True. if everybody else wants to clear out. As long as it's not Pokemon, I'm 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 good. I'm good. <laughs> but no, no, it's always it's it's always a little sad to see a game get delayed, but needed, right? If they need this time. They like I said, this brand's kind of on more thin ice than it's ever been, and they cannot afford a misstep that could damage the brand even more. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one because it's already obviously it is marred in, in controversy with the uh, with the author and and all that stuff. So I, I feel like Harry Potter 
has definitely lost what it once had, especially what that that demographic is for those that grew up with it. I didn't personally grow up with this uh, as a kid. I was uh, I want to say I was a younger adult. Um, I, I don't even know when these things started. Maybe I was maybe I was in high school or something like that. But uh, I'm aging myself over here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like for me, it's not even about it's just uh, the being able to create a character use magic uh and things like that but this is i i feel like you're right they might as well take their time there's already uh you know they've already gotten bad press not only not only from the author but just the storyline in itself um i know that there's been there's been other uh uh talks about things and some of the characters and stuff like that too so I don't know how this is going to going to fare. I feel like this is one of those games that people are going to play, but they're not going to or I'm not saying everybody, but I feel mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people that aren't going to be openly out there like streaming it and stuff like that just because it there is such a negative uh stigma around this game and around that universe and stuff like that. I, I think it's interesting, the perspective of it being a prequel. So you don't have to worry about her actual Harry Potter and, and some of that stuff, but you get some of those other characters. So like that to me is, is really intriguing. Um, it not having to bring in those characters per se and, and go around that this is its own unique story. Again, I don't know how much involvement, uh, 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 J.K. Rowling had in crafting this story or any of that stuff. I've seen reports on both sides that she had nothing to do with it, uh, but I've also then seen people saying, oh, yeah, well, she still pockets money because it's within her universe. Um, so it, 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 you never you never like to see a game, especially a game that looks like it could be pretty solid, um, just out the gate having that kind of negativity i feel like a different uh different uh, a different ip would have had a different result so this mm-hmm. game could be you know again it could not be as big as they're wanting it to be i this is this is one that i'm kind of on the fence about in terms of where the because I, I i feel like uh, the community and and their feelings is definitely justified um and it's it's a matter of people being able to separate the art from the artist. Uh, I, I kind of feel, and and for some people, it's not. It will never sit right. Other people are able to do that to each their own. You know what I'm saying? But right. uh, yeah, this is not. I mean, I'm yeah. I guess I am a little surprised, but this it's crazy because I remember last year we were sitting there being like, oh, 2022 is going to be spicy. We're going to have all the games and do all the things. And then it turned out that like 2022 has been like one of the weakest drops <laughs> for games because everything has been not everything, but there's a ton to deliver us from Mars, uh, River City Girls 2. Uh, we already talked about Marvel, Marvel Midnight Suns, Arc Raiders. Starfield. Uh, let me. The Lord of the Rings Gollum, uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Star Wars Hunters, uh, Sea of Stars. There's been a ton of, obviously, uh, um, uh, some of the bigger ones, Starfield, Redfall. uh, There's just a ton that have been pushed back. So this is not surprising that they're going to take the time and do the fine, the fine polishing and all that stuff on the game. You might as well. I feel like there is no real big rush. And I feel like with time and some time elapsed, that actually might benefit them a little more. Get people right. to cool down a little bit and and for them to actually go in and put some more work into the game. So I don't see this as a bad thing. Uh, obviously, for those that are anticipating and wanting to play this, yes, it sucks that, that it's going to have to wait a little longer. But um, all in all, I think overall, this is probably for the benefit of the game. You know, and and you know, we uh, we talked about this before we started recording. It, it it seems like at some point we have to start thinking if most of the scheduled twenty twenty three releases come out, uh, some of these games are going to cannibalize each other. Like they're not all yes. going to be hits. Like some of them are going to miss. And this does seem like a candidate that could be a swing and of a miss just because of mm-hmm. uh, the external factors, fair or not. Uh, so it's one to keep an eye on, if not for the fact that it might be one of the more interesting releases just from a business perspective uh, to see how well it does sales-wise. Uh, and and just to, on a side note, like it's amazing to me that like 
all, all these projects obviously you know don't make any studio crunch so these delays mm-hmm. are necessary it's good overall uh hopefully for the quality as well but crazy to me that uh as a pokemon fan i'm seeing all these other games getting delayed <laughs> and i'm sitting here with two <laughs> two games this year two core full pokemon releases in one year mm-hmm. like just blows my mind that they can do that and i know the argument is they, they never really iterate and all that stuff you're still talking about two separate you know triple a nintendo right. titles coming out in one calendar year like that is insane to me that they could even pull that off it's impressive not only that but i feel like it positions them uh to be in a good spot especially with how light games are and i mean what a celebration for pokemon you know it's it's just really my i mean again my hats off to those developers and what nintendo them are doing you're right for them to be able not one but two this year where everything is getting pushed back is quite impressive and and clearly they've they know what they're doing they've got that in mind and and how they're they're putting things out there so they're like look we don't we we have no need for delays we have no need to to go back we've been working on this we know exactly what we're putting here's the date this is where we're gonna get it this is when you can play it nintendo out peace (laughs) honestly like i'm sure obviously they didn't know but since it's coming out this november their competition's way less than what they ever imagined uh so all of a sudden that holiday season i imagine this game's gonna sell maybe even better than whatever their original estimates were because so many other games have cleared out uh and you know a game like god of war really doesn't eat into their audience because those are two very different <laughs> sometimes right. there's crossover but very different audiences like this is no one's gonna go i'm gonna buy god of war or pokemon you know they right. might buy both but they're not they're not gonna like choose one at the expense of the other like that's they're separate and in different enough genres so like they're set up for like a a, a ridiculous holiday season yeah and when when does uh i can't remember when does uh, ragnarok supposed to come out that's november as well it is okay okay Hmm, that will be interesting, though, just because, I mean, those are two major games and Pokemon games. They're they're not short, right? No, I mean, no, no, no. They're, yeah. they're, they're generally pretty. I mean, you I guess you could power through it. Not super, super, super long, but they're not short. Right, right. So that'd be a nice little one two combo having uh, God of War and the Pokemon again, like you were saying, they're two different consoles, two different systems that they're that they will be able to be played on. So you could even, you know, again, those are the two major games other than again, we can't forget about Modern Warfare 2, though, because even even though it's a remake and everything. That community and the Call of Duty community is freaking huge. So we know that they're going to be out in droves, not to mention the last Call of Duty Vanguard. I don't know how well that actually did. I didn't pick it up personally. Um, I, I don't even remember the last Call of Duty that I got. It was the one before that. Uh, Ghost, maybe. Not Ghost. That was, that was years ago. Uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever, the, <laughs> whatever the last one was, the one that I had. But there was no way I was getting Vanguard. Um, and I know I, I've seen some people play and stuff like that, but it didn't seem to have that same energy and excitement behind it. Modern Warfare 2 is absolutely going to have it. That's been one of the yep. best Call of Duties ever. Yep. So the fact that they're remaking it, they're they've they've retooled it and and updated the the behind the scenes like uh, uh, things in terms of it. I think that is going to be. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be huge. I think it's it gonna is. be huge. Not to mention the fact that we know we're not gonna get another Call of Duty next year. I could see more people then jumping on this one and being like, "All right, I can get this one. Give it some time to breathe. I don't have to worry about." I blink my eyes and the next Call of Duty is coming out. I can actually play it a little while and do things. So, yep. yeah, those are three, I guess, major games that I, obviously let's not forget about uh, uh, Gotham Knights too, because Gotham Knights is supposed to come out as well. So uh, I'm curious to see what state and what that looks like but uh yeah this is this is um this is we'll we'll see how that uh that goes i'm not surprised by the uh the harry potter i i feel like it's just clearing the way for for those games to really shine in the holiday season so fingers nice. crossed 
fingers crossed that all these games hold to the release dates. Yeah. I'm fairly confident in three of them. (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm still kind of up in the air about God of War. I'm just like, like, we have not seen enough for me to feel comfortable that that is definitely coming out in November. It's just, maybe this is not a fair comparison, but like, when you get like a Pokemon Direct and Nintendo's like going all in and showing off their new Pokemon games and what to expect, and then mm-hmm. God of War, <laughs> which is coming out right around the same time, yeah, we're still waiting. We're still waiting right. to get like a real, real extensive look. And there's just always that nagging feeling <laughs> that yep. the closer we get without seeing anything, ugh. I got to know, man. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, though, what do you got going on this weekend, Lucas? More gaming. You know what? Somebody on Twitter said that they were uh, either playing through Sifu or jumping back into Sifu, which reminded Mm. me I never Mm. beat that game. So, you Mm -hmm. know what? I am and I am not. This is this is my goal. I am not lowering the darn difficulty. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> how is that much. an option? Can you lower yeah, the difficulty? They patched in a new difficulty uh, level. Oh, I did not know that. So, yeah, you got to play no, it OG despite style. Despite how much it might make me angry, uh, for those around me and 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 live close to me, if you hear shouting at the TV, <laughs> I am okay. I will be okay. Just don't talk to me in the moment. But yeah. darn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting on the difficulty level I started with. Yeah. What are you up to no, this I, weekend? <laughs> not much. This is our last. So we booked, uh, we're going to go down to the lake this weekend. This is kind of like our last summer hoorah uh, before we get back into things. Plus, it'll be close to my, because my, my niece is, uh, my eldest niece is uh, moving. So this is kind of our last hoorah with her. And she's been a huge help just coming over and staying during the week to help me out with baby and stuff like that so I can focus on work. Um, so we're definitely going to miss her. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to getting out on the lake, doing some fishing, doing some swimming, hanging out, kicking back and relaxing, my friend. So it should be good. We hope you guys are good as well. Don't forget, hit us up on the tweeters at Land Parties Pod, at Lucas Egan or at Smitty2447. We hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And you know what it is. We love your faces. 